Welcome to the Hope for Today podcast with Dr. Gail Frankel. Here we talk about the things that matter, things that are holding you back, past experiences that are bleeding into your present, mindset, brain health, and mental health, all without any stigma attached. We do all this in the hope that our conversations and guests will help you be and live your best life. Dr. Gale has a passion to help people find hope in every aspect of their lives through no-nonsense discussions and education. She wants us all to believe as she does that anything is possible. We believe that hope is the spark that lights the candle that illuminates our way out of the darkness. Thank you for joining us. Now, here's your host. So glad you've joined me today. My name is Dr. Gail Frankel, and I am the founder of Together Providing Hope and this podcast, Hope for Today. As we head toward Christmas this week, I want to talk a little bit about what many may be feeling this year, even more so than other years, loneliness. Has the lockdown and all this social isolation this year left you feeling lonely? I think the thing that many of us forget, or maybe we weren't even aware of, is that you do not have to be friendless or familyless, familyless feel alone. People who are profoundly lonely can feel alone when they're in a room full of people. Loneliness is not due to a lack of acquaintances or social contacts. It is caused by a lack of feeling connected to other people. Science has proven that it can be devastating on your mental health and your cognitive function. Loneliness has a large impact on a person's well-being with its biggest impact on their mental health, especially on depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and behaviors. Now, I can tell you from personal experience, as a very outgoing person with many friends and acquaintances, there are many days, more than I want to admit, when I have an overwhelming sense of loneliness. I've been in that crowded room where I knew most of the people and I still felt alone. I can guarantee you those people had no idea how I felt. This is true for many individuals and many that I coach. They are able to look good on the outside, but are breaking on the inside. There's never been a time where we need to connect with people more than now. I mean, really connect with someone who you may not know is struggling because they appear fine on the outside. Think of all the public figures and all the people who have committed suicide over the last year or so. People who were in the public eye, who looked really good. They looked all together, but they were broken on the inside and ended up taking their lives. Now, there are some common habits that have been identified as signs of loneliness that you may see in others or maybe in yourself that when you address these may help you overcome or that person overcome feel the feeling of loneliness and be able to strengthen your mental well-being. So let me review them briefly for you to think about. 
The first one is you're always busy. You're rushing around all day, every day to get through your to-do list, filling your day with activities that prevent you from connecting with others. This is a way that many lonely people fill the void. So what can you do about this? Make bonding with others a priority and add a social appointment to your to-do list. Yeah, add it to your to-do list. I bet you'll do it. The second one is you shop a lot. Some people get emotionally attached to their purchases out of loneliness. Can give you a personal example, a very good friend of my mother's. Both of them are now deceased, but she, as she got older, her husband lost his hearing. She felt isolated. Her family wasn't close by. She was lonely. She became addicted to the shopping channel. She bought everything on the shopping channel. She didn't sleep at night. She was up all night shopping on the shopping channel. She spent most of their retirement income on the shopping channel. She had a relationship with an inanimate object to replace a loss of close ties with others. So what can you do? Well, the next time that you're about to hit the buy button, for some of us, that's a shiny object syndrome, it's called. Okay, we, we want that next quick fix tool, right? Or maybe it's on the shopping channel. Take a break and reach out to someone you care about. It can be a call, a text, an email, just to check in on them. It's enough to break the cycle. Then go back to your cart and see if it's still a have to have. Number three, you're judgmental. You have an us versus them mentality in which you criticize others and you and what this does is it when you criticize others it separates you from them and can make you feel alone when you're always seeing what's wrong with other people it can be a sign of a, an increased activity in the area of the brain that we call the anterior cingular gyrus or acg this area of the brain is involved with your error detection and when it's overactive you get stuck on critical and negative thoughts. So what can you do? Well, rather than focusing on your differences, look at things that you have in common and check out your diet and maybe add some healthy carbs like sweet potatoes or hummus or eggs or nuts to your diet. I can tell you in many of these things I'm talking about today, the number one thing you can do to help yourself help your mental health is to check your diet. Check what you're putting into your body every day. Number four, you don't share your vulnerability. People who are afraid to open up to others out of fear of being criticized or judged are often lonely. They tend to stick to superficial relationships, not wanting to show anyone else who they really are. They have too much activity in what's the basal ganglia section of the brain, which is associated with anxiety. So what can you do? Choose one person you think will be supportive and share some of your, uh, of your stories. Share some of the things that are bothering you and get some support from them. You can also soothe the brain's anxiety by avoiding. Now hold on to your seats because I'm as, as, as guilty of these in my diet as you may be. Some of the biggest things that cause anxiety of your brain 
caffeine, alcohol, and sugary sweets. Gee, what is our society big on? Caffeine, alcohol, and sugary sweets, right? It, getting rid of those, cleaning yourself of some of those, reducing your amount that you take in every day can soothe your brain's anxiety. Number five, you are a rigid thinker. When you are inflexible, it's hard to fit others into your daily routine. You automatically say no when they invite you to do things, things with them. Maybe it's go out after work or maybe it's um, who, who knows, whatever they're inviting you to do. Maybe it's come to their house for dinner. You constantly immediately say no. So what can you do? Try saying yes more often to social situations, even if you have to do it on Zoom. Okay, you know, or some other, make sure it's a, a real-time interaction face-to-face -face with a person that's in a social, you're not talking about work, you're talking, you're socially connecting that person. Number six, you prefer to connect online. I could talk hours on this one. I mean, our, our youth are so fixated and there's adults that are just as bad um, on this, uh, how many likes can I get? You know, are you one of those people who have thousands of followers on social media, but you don't have any friends or family you can call to share good news or get support from when you're feeling lonely? Trust me, those people online aren't going to help you. You don't even know them personally, but you get to the point, and, and young people I see get to the point where they see them as true friends, and they're not. They don't know them. Or they take what they say about them when the person doesn't know them at all. They take that in as real attacks on them personally. There was a 2018 study that showed that using social media as a replacement for real connection worsens feel, worsened feelings of loneliness and social anxiety. So what can you do? I mean, you know, we're stuck at home. Where we've been, we've been socially isolated. We we haven't we've had lockdowns. We haven't been able to go out. So what are you going to do? You end up spending more time, right? Watching TV, binge watching shows, and being on the internet. What you can do is you need to try to bond in more personal ways. Maybe it's doing the physical distancing out somewhere with someone where you can go sit outside. I know a great thing that's happened for my one neighbor. She's an, um, an older lady and her porch has enough social distance to have one chair on one side and one on the other. And her friend has visited her. She's had friends visit her. She sat on one side, they've sat on the other. And they've had that, that social interaction. So see what you can do to make that happen in your family. You know, play some board games, get, get socially Make those connections, not just in passing through the house. Number seven, you are surrounded by lonesome people. Hmm. There was a 10-year study that showed that loneliness is contagious. A study by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that people who spent time with someone who's lonely we're 52% more likely to become lonely as well. Think about it. Who you surround yourself matters. If you're surrounding yourself with people who are lonely, if you're surrounding yourself with people who are angry, 
if you're, you know, all these, who you surround yourself with matters. So what you can do, choose your social circle wisely. Find the healthiest, happiest people you can stand to be around and spend time with them. Trust me, just like loneliness and hatred and everything else is contagious, so is happiness. If you're around people who are positive and have happiness around them. And lastly, number eight, you have a quick temper. People who tend to fly off the handle often alienate others, which can lead to loneliness. Anger issues are commonly seen in people who have depression, ADD, ADHD, or substance abuse. And it, 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 it affects the temporal lobe of our brain. So it also can be caused by other things. It can be caused by head injuries, toxic exposure, chronic inf infections like Lyme disease, mold in your house. All these things can, can, can attribute to this. So what can you do? You need to seek medical help to get to the root cause so that appropriate treatment can be determined. You need to get somewhere where they can test and get to the root cause. Now, the key is the root cause. Now, I can tell you as, as a healthcare professional, many, many times, the professional does not get down to the root cause. And that is so important to get to a professional who's going to take the time to, to do their his, do a history with you and try to get to the root cause so that you can get it fixed. Now more than ever, we need to reach out and make contact with those we love. During these uncertain times, your mental well-being is more important than ever. And waiting until we get back to the, and I'm doing my air quotes again, normal, is likely to make your symptoms worsen over time. I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to want to listen to or hear or believe. There is no normal. There never was a normal. It's not a real thing. It's something that we have coined a term and have, it has become part of our, of our daily life. There is no normal. Life and circumstances are always changing, and we must equip ourselves with the tools to move forward and to adapt in a positive way. Every minute of every day, things are changing. There is no normal. The past is gone. The future hasn't come. All we've got is this minute of this day. My challenge to you during these crazy times, and especially during this holiday season, is to reach out to someone you know and just let them know that you are thankful for them, that you care about them, and are here if they need you. You may just save a life today by doing that. My hope for today is that I've added some value, that I've given you some things to think about, maybe about yourself or maybe about someone you know or love that's just not quite right. Hope for today began because I truly believe we can change this world and we can put an end to mental illness. I hope that you connect this holiday season with someone who needs to know you are there. It will help them and I promise you, it will help you and it will spread hope. 
My passion is to help as many individuals as possible heal, grow, and live their best life. I cannot do it alone. I need all of you to join the movement to spread hope to this broken world. We need each other to make it happen. And that starts with healing ourselves first. I know there is hope for this world and for every individual to thrive and live the healthy, whole life of their dreams. My hope for today is that you join us on this mission for you and our world. And I want to give you something to think about and to, to think about and remember. It's about the word choice. In everything we do daily, we have a choice. Attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make, makes you. So choose wisely. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the Hope for Today podcast with Dr. Gail Frankel. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, or leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Remember, we believe that hope is the spark that lights the candle that illuminates our way out of the darkness. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you'll join us again in the next episode.